0: Welcome to Death and Aliens, an in-depth look at horror and sci-fi TV from two friends who vaguely know what they're doing. I'm Courtney.
1: We didn't hear you at all. You didn't hear me?
0: No, you, are, you were too far away.
1: Oh, okay. I'm actually <laughs> That's me. Um, How are you? Other than the fact that it's literally 90 degrees in October. I'm great. Um, that one fact is more than I can handle in this moment. Um, you're not supposed to sweat this much in fall. It's rude.
0: Yeah, my coworker got on the elevator with me this morning when I was getting to work. And he was like, how do you think about the weather? Isn't it great that it's this way? And I was just like, absolutely not. And he was like, "Well, You don't like this? like, no. No, no. I do not. <laughs>
1: um, my sp- – Sixth graders are reading My Side of the Mountain, which I don't know if you remember that book from being a small baby child.
0: I never read it, but I think you've told me about it before.
1: Oh uh, yeah. But this kid like runs away from home to go live in the Catskill Mountains and like oh, that's nice. like builds a house inside a tree and all this stuff. So um as part of reading this book, we are gonna be doing some like art with leaves and stuff. So I was like, oh, perfect, on Monday we'll go for a walk and we'll collect leaves so that we can do art for the week. We were outside for 15 minutes today. No, too long. Too long. I have them, I also have them the second to last class of the day, so it was 1.15. No. It was the wrong time of the day to be outside. And, um, I don't think I've cooled down since then. Like I, I just
0: got my fan on during my break.
1: Oh, like, I, I can't. Breathe. I mean, I got home from work and immediately just like took all of my clothes off and stood under my fan in my bedroom because I was like, I can't breathe.
0: No, it's insane. You have no, you have no AC at your school. It's insane. Oh. You're supposed to be done
1: now. Yeah. I'm not supposed to have to deal, like, the first two weeks of September and the last two weeks of June are supposed to be the only times that I have to deal with how bad it gets without the Mm -hmm. AC in school. I did not sign up to feel this way in October. No. You should quit. I can't. My principal would be too happy that I left to get another job. She literally texts me job openings. That makes it sound like she doesn't want me to work for her. That's not No, she wants what's best for you. (laughs) She wants me to have a job that pays better is what right. it is, but literally she will, it will be like 10 o'clock at night, and I'll be getting a text, and it'll just be like, English teacher, opening at and I'm like, I'm thank you. Of you. <laughs> I did find out it's not just me that she sends them to. Oh, that's she's, good. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, uh, she just wants that, that she does, I mean, and she sends it to the people that she thinks are qualified to have all their jobs, sure, but, like, sure. but I'm like, oh, okay, it's not just me that she's trying to kick out. Um, no, it's it's everyone
0: that she thinks is qualified to be somewhere else.
1: Yeah. Because she is the world's greatest boss. And that is the one thing when I do leave the school and get a public school job, not having her will be, I'll probably like call her every day and be like, why aren't all principals you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you? Well.
0: Now that I've turned my fan on, even though I fought it all day for no reason, um, I am fine. It is spooky season. So it is October 2nd, and I am one day into my 30 days, 31 days of movies, horror movies. I was going to say, did you watch one today? I know you watched one yesterday. I'm watching it after we get off. I already posted it, though. Um, It's, I'm doing, I found, it's called Nightmare on Film Street Challenge, um, oh, yes, yes, you yes. Like, yeah, I posted in our story the first day. Um, they give you, like, a theme that you have to, like, find a movie that fits into it. But then if you, like, can't off the top of your head think of a theme, they also have, like, a list of, like, ten movies that fit that theme and, like, where you can watch them. Um, Very nice. So I am, like, hardcore into my horror stuff now. I watched um, um, Cube yesterday, which is, like,
1: Escape Room before Escape Room came out okay um zach responded to our story and said that, that was a fantastic movie and i was like i'm glad someone else has watched it because i have not
0: Zach's seen all of them so he's my horror movie go-to so uh yeah and tonight i'm gonna watch uh children of the corn which i've never watched but i didn't realize it's a child cult i thought it was just like child murderers like it's a whole cult so i'm very excited i've never seen it um Have
1: what what (laughs) What? a horror movie that you've never seen that i have yes i have seen children of the court
0: wild um yeah what do you think did you like it
1: um i didn't dislike it i do distinctly remember my only thought was that the kids were the creepiest children i'd ever seen in my entire life kids are creepy i mean they just are yeah, no, but, like, I like, had kids,
0: like, I don't know that these are gonna, like,
1: get, um, but, yeah, it was, like, um, they just, their their like, haircuts and faces are terrifying.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to see the, um, it's, like, behind the scenes or something of, uh, unsolved mysteries at alamo draft house
1: oh
0: um and i'm contemplating i don't know my my week looks very busy but i'm contemplating going to try and see the exorcist on friday because that's the day it premieres i don't know if i'm gonna make it though
1: if i do go to the movies this week which i was gonna dan and i were gonna go to the movies on thursday but after dinner we were just both so tired and like i texted you i was say like, we don't know if we want to go to the movies or if we just want to like go home and put pjs on and sit on the couch and you were like go home because then if you fall yeah. asleep it's fine um but if we do go to the movies this week we are going to see a haunting in venice i saw that last
0: week did last you week,
1: i don't
0: know i saw it recently i don't remember if that was last week or the week before Super. I'm super excited. It's really good. See, I love... It's, not like, lo- it's not like, hella I, scary. Like, it will be fine.
1: No, no. I love... Because it's the... It. stuff. Yeah, I loved Murder on the Orange Express. And, um, and I... But I did not like Death on the Nile. So I'm Absolutely nervous. I, all, so I'm nervous about this one. Because I, I don't know...
0: Well, I haven't seen the <laughs> other ones. But it was good. I enjoyed it. Okay. um it's a good story so you'll enjoy it um i will tell you but because i've read one too many whodunit stories i picked out the killer the first like five or ten minutes but cool. it's not obvious it's just it's just like there were there was no reason i picked them as the killer other than that like
1: oh no you mean like just- the fact that like in the first season of um what's. That one where they're on the island off North Carolina that every, all the teenagers are obsessed with. Um, Yellow Jackets. No, the it's older, like in a beach beach island, um, um, and the ugh. I don't know. This means Outer Banks, O B S. Oh, I didn't Outer watch Banks. that one. Okay, um, I knew who the villain was before the credits were done, and Renee was pissed off because she was like how did you know and i go oh i just looked at his face right she, she was like me i
0: should watch mm-hmm. it she said i'd like it but
1: she was she was like but just looked at his face i go yeah that's something about the way he was standing and the way he talked to that guy i was like he he definitely is
0: when well, i hope you go see haunting events <laughs> come oh, i know if you figure it exactly. out
1: like i did <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> with no context clues right <laughs> <Great. Perfect. laughs>
0: Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm real, real hardcore into spooky horror season. Um, I have some upcoming horror events, et cetera. And I'm excited. Um, okay, I will be sorry. talking about nothing but horror and Stargate from now until the end of October. Perfect. So, but since I'm already in my spiritual spookiness, can you add to that?
1: I, I sure can. And, um, today's quote is if we did all the things we are capable of we would literally astound ourselves Thomas Edison
0: that's too many things though (laughs) that's my brain trying to figure out how I'm going to take the bar exam and continue on with my life at the same time yeah
1: yeah Yeah. well listen listen September is over September was the worst month um well no but in for like my life for what I was doing. September was awful, but I did not miss any of my classes. I did not miss any of my Saturday classes. I did not miss, like I taught and was prepared for teaching every single day. I have a hundred in my grad class. One of the two, the other one had, she hasn't graded everything, but the other one I have a hundred and I didn't have to call in sick for a single day. I made it through the whole month and I only cried about being overwhelmed with my life once. Ooh, that's impressive. I know. I and I got them. engaged. Yeah. So. Busy month. Busy month. Was, yeah. But, so, yeah, I think you can do it.
0: Okay. I think anyone can do anything they put their mind to, even if it's miserable. But what's not miserable is the exorcist season two episode one janice that is what it is called it aired september 29th 2017 it was rated 7.8 out of 10 the number one song is look what you made me do taylor swift because it came out six years ago um that's rude and i don't believe you i know i was like that doesn't sound right and then i was like nope that was my second year of law school that's when that came out (laughs) that makes sense um yeah and then uh nope that was my third year of law school when it came out I guess um
1: what was what was the day September which day September 29th
0: 2017
1: I don't know what I did I have exactly one picture saved um in my google from that day and it was the formal pictures of someone's wedding that somebody else sent me to make fun of um because it looked like um a vampire photo shoots um i love it yeah
0: um speaking oh no this is not <laughs> the right this is where i get confused every time yeah the number one movie it's not a vampire movie it's blade runner 2049 <laughs>
1: yes no blade and blade runner are not the same we we do actually talk about this on this podcast more than we should
0: more than we should i should yeah. not get them as confused as i do um but that was my first thought when i saw it. i was like oh and then i was like nope <laughs> still the one i haven't seen yep um and the number one book was secrets in death by jd Robb. so one day i'll read that series me too um,
1: I know. On my this mom day, owns them. All. My mom owns them all, so I could just pick one up and start reading. But that would require me to have time to pick up a book and start reading. Yeah, I read on the train a lot. That's when my reading
0: time is, and sometimes at lunch. But that would be great. Um, I drive, so. right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so on this day, nothing happened of any significance, um, except Shania Twain's fifth album called Now came out.
1: Which I, I don't do. remember her having a fifth album. I'm going to be 100% Me either. real with you.
0: Okay, great. Me either. Um, apparently it was a big deal. So now we know. Great.
1: Um,
0: and Julia Lewis dreyfus was diagnosed with breast cancer.
1: Oh, I do remember that. I remember when yeah. she announced that. That was rough.
0: But she's beat it. So yep. moving onward and upward. Um, our director is Jason Insler, who we've spoken about multiple times. Um, our writers there is a slew of them this time um a lot we've already talked about heather belson was the main writer we had a story editor of david Grimm, and then Alyssa clark we talked about david Grimm, but Alyssa clark is known for the 100 um servant lineage of 1997 which like didn't have a picture on it so i don't even know what it is um and the teen wolf of 2011 2013 era um The staff writer is Yasmin Yelmaz, who's known for NCIS, The Protector, and The Astronauts. Um, And our editor is Janet Weinberg, who we've spoken about. She's been the editor ongoing a lot. So, one of our new stars that we're going to
1: be speaking of is... Um, Before you do that, I just want to say, in our Season 1 wrap-up episode where we talked about it, we talked about not being sure where bennett stands for this season and when so when his name came up in the credits i was i know so fucking pumped yeah
0: <laughs> i saw his name in the credits i was like yes we're in we're in so uh that's not who we're speaking about yet of but, course yeah. i was also well, very why would we,
1: i was like why would we talk about him we already did
0: right we already did um but instead we are going to talk about lee john lee who plays rose Cooper. And she is known for Babylon, based on a true story, which I just watched, um, Florida Man, and Sex Life. Um, Didn't find a ton of things about her, but she did originate the role of Liat Liat, in South Pacific with Matthew Morrison. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, she's got some street cred of her own. And now, it's time, friends... get into it
1: i'm gonna be real before we really dive into the episode my just like overall thought is that i don't think i understood a fucking second of this episode
0: that's okay and i
1: and i don't know if i was just really tired watching it or if i just like really had no clue what i was like i don't i had so little clue what to expect yeah that that I was like, what in the fuck is going on? Well,
0: that's very fair. It uh was very different from season one.
1: Um, so different.
0: It is a very um like psychosomatic. Like it's very much in your head a lot of the time. Um, and it swapped back and forth between two storylines the whole time. So. Yeah.
1: That didn't in connect. You didn't in the check. in the first in the first season, even though there was definitely multiple storylines, you knew what the connection between them was. Right. This one is I'm very confused.
0: Yeah, there's no connection yet. Um I think I've I think I might have figured it out, but it's not there yet. <laughs> it's
1: not there yet. No, I mean I obviously like there's moments that make sense and I like But you don't know how you're getting like, from Montana to Washington. Yeah. Or uh, or, or why? Mm-hmm
0: yeah yeah so let's get into it so they did of course a recap of season one we see the Rance family on their way out and how they cured casey and angela from the demon and walked away into the sunlight and the moonlight was dark into the moonlight onto their lives as exorcists
1: I, I did appreciate that the recap was more about Tomas and Marcus's relationship than it was about the actual plot of season one.
0: Yeah. Well that's because that's what you needed. You didn't need the plot. You yeah. needed their relationship yeah. and how it developed. Because that's yeah. where we're going. Um and so we start with Tomas. And he is at the church. And he has a little little scruffier looking, which is looks good on him. Looks good on him. That does. Um and he's walking through starts hearing children and he's going through and we start seeing children's handprints and all i could say was like the way that it was filmed i was like this is such a dream like filter that like if we're not in a dream i don't know what they're doing with their like video skills Turns out we were in, in his head, so it's fine. Yeah. Because like, no, it had that um, wavy feeling in the like lights that you see. like
1: Yeah, and the music. Mm-hmm. And I, again, was like, what in the actual fuck is happening?
0: Yeah. Walking After Midnight was playing. Fun fact, that's one of my mom's favorite songs. Um,
1: It's a great song. Song two, but after this episode, I don't know that I do anymore. I'm still
0: in on it. I'm still in on it. Okay. um i mean you can't you can't get rid of patsy klein bless her heart and uh so then we see him walk out to where the children are and they're like playing and then he sees this woman with a child and we have no idea what's going on as you have said and mm-hmm. then uh the child breaks the pinata and black sludge starts coming out and you're like oh, if I wasn't certain that this was a dream state before, I definitely am now. Like, this is not reality. And uh, then we wake up to him yelling and flying down the road, driving while Marcus is in the back of a pickup truck. And we're in Montana.
1: Doing an exorcism while driving.
0: Doing an exorcism while driving. So, you know how I
1: said I wanted season two to be the Scooby gang? I I didn't know that they were listening.
0: They were listening. (laughs) They were listening. Um, You even have the henchman following
1: her husband. But, uh.
0: And of course her her husband
1: is like a small town cop trying to shoot them. Like.
0: You're in Montana. What do you expect? What else could it, what else would it be? Um, but yeah, so it's the woman from his dream state and, uh, she is being exercised and he is flying down the road. And then we get the credits.
1: And we are just, like, which, grown in to, like, chaos. Which, um the credits, the new imagery in the credits, way creepier than season one. Way creepier. At first, like, I, re- I had to rewind them because at first I was
0: like, oh, we're starting off the same. And then I, like, glanced away and glanced back and I was like, that's not the same. <laughs> like, I had to come back and it's like, no. I actually really like
1: it because... No, I do too.
0: You start with that, like, similarity you have from the first season where it's like, light everything's pretty white and it goes really dark and it's oh it's brilliant i think whoever changed the credits but kept them similar enough to the first season
1: brilliant Um, yeah no it they were it was the same style same music but the imagery Mm -hmm. was just slightly more evil
0: yeah it was slightly more evil but it had like such a big impact for such a subtle change yes and so i'm just, like, I got to the credits, and I was like, I am ready for this season. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's coming, but I'm um, So,
1: I agree. The first scene, and that whole thing, and the weird dream, and the what the fuck was happening, I was so in on it. It was just then the rest of the episode that I'm not, that I wasn't as in on. I think. I think and I think, I grow. know that there's, I think it will grow on me. Um, I definitely, um... I just I Well I'll I'll talk
0: about it. We're gonna get there. Yeah. Yeah. we uh come back from the credits and Tomas has pulled off the road to try and outwit the truck that's following them. And Marcus is like holding his hand over the woman's mouth because of course the demon's trying to scream to alert the truck to free her as opposed to exercising her. And she bites down and he just like doesn't like like he's such a like a trooper. Like, mm-hmm. I just couldn't. Yeah. Like, if you even, like, act like you're gonna bite me, I would immediately move my hand. I would make a terrible exorcist. Yeah, uh,
1: um, no, you
0: would make the worst exorcist. Yeah, I, the absolute worst one. Like, would not survive as an exorcist. Yeah. Um, I'd also make a bad priest, though. So, like, you know, I just would not be well in the exorcist world. No, 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 no. Um, I don't think i get possessed, though. I think, I'd, I think I wouldn't get possessed by a demon. But, I'd for sure crumble if someone I knew was a demon, so.
1: I, um, wouldn't, um, except for, like, sometimes at four o'clock in the morning when you can't sleep and you've had Mm. too much coffee and you don't have, like, money, and then anyone could possess you. They said the right thing. That's
0: true. That's true. (laughs) You're, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But let's say my healthiest
1: state Mentally. no you've definitely could, yeah mentally healthy you definitely not right but like reality mean depends on the time of day
0: um yeah, yeah. so uh, da, 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 so she bites him and then we learned that like they just kidnapped her to exercise her <laughs> i was like well that's a choice maybe it's the right one but it's a choice You're getting too far away from your mic and I can't hear anything you're saying.
1: God damn it. I'm moving my mic then because I can't move my ass because it hurts too much. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that choice. Yeah. But this is also when we learn
0: that Bennett is still alive and Bennett is still involved because they're receiving letters
1: from him. Or phone calls. Yeah, but I actually
0: missed how communication. But communication. Yeah, but he's meant.
1: yes, he's got um, but he's got some uh suspect intel apparently because he told them to kidnap this woman, basically. Right. Right. So, and
0: like, telling the kidnapper it's probably a good move. That's like, fair. That's fair.
1: If Bennett asked me to kidnap someone, I would.
0: Yeah, like he's always on the right side of the law. Usually, like even when he's like not technically, he yeah. doesn't make very many questionable choices. Unlike these two. So then we jump over to Washington, which is a new state that we are, we did not start in. And yeah. we see John Cho, who is a fave. Um, and, and family. Um, and I, I was trying to write down how many children there are. So it's just like a bunch of scratches. There's five. There are five, yeah.
1: Three. So I was like, three. Nope. Four. Nope. Five. To be fair, at the beginning, that is they were introduced three and then the fourth one and then we find out after the four leave that there's a fifth one so that's valid right and
0: so it turns out he's a foster parent which is nice Um, I i think it's gonna cause for an interesting story
1: i do too um but also um i remember last week you were talking about how he was probably gonna be a cop because john cho always plays a cop and um when he wasn't I was like oh that's so sad he's not a cop but then I was like no but like he's adorable as a foster dad and by the end of the episode I was like I would like him to be the foster dad of all of my students like I just I want I want someone who loves kids that much around all the time he was I love him I was right to love him yeah I know favorite uh, he's my definitely my favorite character of the season so far
0: he's always my favorite character um yeah, so he sends off his three kids to school, and then there's a fourth one that gets sent off with them, and then we see um one more child that's been left behind. They are uh um Jesus, hold on. I said, Let me move my cord closer and then it fell. Um so there's a fifth child, her name is Grace, and yeah. she is not good at school. She doesn't, like, not good at attending school. She yeah. needs to be separated from other kids because she just seems to be a little anxious.
1: Which yeah. Is, is what it is. We get it. We get it. Um I mean, and she's in, she's in foster care at such a young age and she seems kind of fragile. So, like, I get her anxiety for yeah, sure. and we don't know how long she's been there, so
0: it could be, like, her first week. But he, we do know he's homeschooling her, which is very sweet. Um. Yeah. And I was like, "She's going to be the one to get possessed." I don't know if that's true, or
1: not, but that was my first thought. Long it, I, I did too. My first thought I was like, "Oh no, it's going to be a little baby child possessed." And then within that first scene with her, I thought, "Oh no, that would be too on the nose." Because then she puts her anxiety mask on, and it is the fucking creepiest, the creepiest pillowcase, scene. weird shit. She looks like a fucking box troll. Like I don't know what is happening, um, but because of that mask, I think she will not be the one possessed because that would be too obvious. Have the weird, the weird pillowcase, the weird pillowcase face girl. No, yeah.
0: I wonder if someone steals her pillowcase face though. (gasps) Like when they're possessed, that would be. I hate it.
1: I hate it too.
0: Um, so we go back to Marcus and Tomas, and we learn that we are six months out from where we left off at the end of season one. Which explains the scruffy facial hair. Yes. And uh, they are breaking into a barn or warehouse of sorts um, to hide away with this woman they've stolen. Um, and we learn, of course, that Tomas turned on the promotion
1: and ran away from the church. Um you know i mean it's not like everyone in the church was trying to kill him and the pope or anything
0: right like it's not a i don't think that's the wrong decision <laughs> that we've made here
1: um, no no for I don't sure think
0: he would have done well at the new church um he likes helping people too much and they were not helping the people yeah. that needed help when they closed the first one so Correct. you know um but then he starts talking about everything he misses and he says that he's missing um his bed he misses the confessional and he misses his sister's cooking i was like great sister's coming back into this which means her child is probably coming back into this which means it's not poor
1: louise
0: yeah so uh then he starts telling marcus about his weird party dream and marcus is just trying to convince him that he's imagining it completely he's like no none of this is real it's all in your head he's like no i can do that he's like no this is not going to solve anything don't do it and so he sends him away on a grocery run and uh he did it because he knows that tomas is getting too close to getting the demon inside of his head and so he's got to try and exercise this demon as best he can yeah as we see from his conversation with the demon yes so we go back to Washington. I meant to look this up. I didn't. So here we are. Um, they're talking about an island witch story. And I don't know if it's, like, based off of a real, like, folklore. I would assume so. But I yeah. don't know it off the top of my head. Um, but it feels very, like, Blair Witch Project. So they're, yeah. like, outside in the middle of the woods with, like, this abandoned house and a well. And they say that you have to stand on top of the well and count to ten. And you can hear the witch, like being
1: tortured or like dying or something like it was something or they, no like the kids that the the witch killed you hear them screaming the torture of them dying or something
0: yeah yeah something like that something like that and uh so Fardy, who's one of the kid the older kid who's the oldest kid mm-hmm. she's the one telling the story and she's trying to convince um i've already heard his name i think it's Caleb um that he's like he's the new initiate So he has to be the one to do it Mm -hmm. and he's also blind. And so he goes to do it and Shelby and one of the other kids immediately just grabs him off after like number two. And he's like, we're absolutely not doing this. This is crazy. Verity, leave him alone. So it's
1: it's kind of hazing. Um, Yeah. And, and Verity is obviously your like jaded punk. The system has ruined my ability to care about people kind of teenager, Um, whereas Shelby is, um, the, if it weren't for Jesus, I wouldn't have a foster family kind of kid. So like, they're like this, the two very opposite stereotypes of people who grow up in foster care. (laughs) Um, and so that's uh, fascinating. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good balance. And
0: it's one Mm -hmm. I'm sure we're going to need. Um, so then the other
1: kid truck, because that is a name, it seems, um,
0: I he's love that. Like,
1: Honestly, the fact that his name is Truck is one of my favorite things about him.
0: I hate it, but I get it. I get that you love it. Um but he's kicking around. I mean, the ball.
1: people name their kid Bentley. That's just yeah, name in like fancy either. truck. I don't like that either. <laughs> Mercedes, Porsche, uh yeah, Chevy Cruze, awesome. just kidding, you match. <laughs> And people have named their kids Cruise. So like, oh yeah, Jeep, Jeep Grand Cherokee, Jeep Grand Cherokee, JGC. Goes by JGC for short. Yeah, I like
0: it. (laughs) If we all really named after our cars, now I'm gonna think about that. So I drive a a Scion, so my name would be Scion, which is like
1: my name, pretty killer. My name would be Cruise. Um, Dan. Tandros a afford escape. So he'd be escape. Escape. Some a magician. I love it. Mine's definitely. But what, ab- what about people without cars? They just don't have names.
0: They go by their initials. The last car they were in, their name changes every time they get a new car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, my name would have been before I got my cruise. My name would have been Cobalt, and that just sounds like a stripper name.
0: Mine would have been a uh, Camry, which like
1: not awful.
0: Definitely not better awful.
1: than definitely better than Cobalt.
0: Yeah, Cobalt's a music publisher, so like I don't know. Have... No, Cobalt is a stripper or a horse. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, interesting. I'm gonna start going by Scion and see what people do.
1: Um, I'm just gonna go by JGC. JGC.
0: You need to come up with like a, like a gang sign.
1: <laughs> <laughs> off the rails again off the rails That's fine. it's too late this is what happens when we record and it gets after 10 p.m we just say unhinged things yeah it just it just happens so here we are you're welcome
0: um so the ball bounces into the creepy house and then we hear that there's like demons in the well As you you. could imagine,
1: yeah, they wouldn't show us this random family on an island talking about creepy shit if they weren't gonna then have somebody get possessed. Exactly.
0: Um. So a woman arrives on the island to meet with John Cho, whose name is Andy Kim. And yeah, and then her name is Rose, who we've spoken about already. Um. So so she is the social worker, and they clearly have some kind of weird chemistry Um, because he's trying to like make small talk and then he's like don't hold this against me and
1: so we don't know what happened I assume there
0: was um, a my,
1: my assumption is that she's an ex that he broke up with Um because then she makes a comment later or, or in this conversation about how she doesn't understand why he he assumes that she's too fragile to like move on and be an adult.
0: Yeah. Could you imagine if it was like he killed her mom and got away with it or something though? Like, (laughs) I'm just like gonna jump to those unhinged conclusions for this whole episode. This
1: show, this show is unhinged. (laughs) It is. But if we're gonna make it through any part of the demon part of this show, the normal human relationships (laughs) can't be that unhinged. I know.
0: Uh, but that would be a reason to like because it again.
1: if he murdered her mother she would immediately be like fuck no you can't be around children
0: yeah, I know it's not plausible at all it's not plausible at all it's just where my brain went
1: um, okay. I know it's a good
0: place to go so I go back to Marcus and uh, Sydney is talking to him so she has come back to reality a bit and she's saying that the reason she got possessed by the demon is because he was saying he would bring her her baby. Mm. And so we know that she's lost the baby that we saw in the dream state. Mm. Yes. And uh she's talking about her life growing up. And then her husband, who has been chasing them down, is Jordy. He was her high school sweetheart, he was a high school football player. She was
1: not a cheerleader, um, she was too shy. He seems like he's actually, like, not a bad guy, except for the fact that he's trying. Yeah, except for the fact that he is trying to, like, beat the shit out of and kill Marcus and Tomas. But, like, also, to his credit, they, yeah, I was like, to his credit, they did kidnap his wife.
0: Right, he has no idea. And, like, even if your wife is, like, in that bad of a state, it's, you have this delusion that that they're going to be okay anyway.
1: And... and if the demon possessed her during, um, like, postpartum, like depression and child loss, yeah, he could just be thinking that she's like Depressed. broken. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he's not actually at fault. No, I'm not. But... I'm not mad at Jordy yet. I don't know if I have a reason to hate him yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But then the then she asked him if he's with someone,
0: and he's like, "I'm married to the church." And then the demon yeah. comes back and starts like goading him. And he's like, They took your collar, so there's nothing left of you. There's no reason to be single. There's no reason to be, alone. Yeah. except for you're an exorcist and you have to be alone or everyone you love dies. So, like, whatever. So the demon's goading him, and we go back to Washington. And uh, they're all sitting at the table, plus Rose and john is praying his name is andy i might i might call him andy this season um uh, andy is praying while verity is acting like a typical teenager
1: <laughs> she was just like is andy yeah. saying
0: the prayer or was shelby i thought shelby was saying the prayer oh maybe shelby was i was only yeah. catching what verity was doing
1: yeah um, she was being kind of a dweeb yeah and uh because, period. like, he, he he was, like, talking about praying to God, and she was, like, to the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, like, <laughs> she, like, clearly not even something that, like, she believed what she was saying. She was just being a dick. She was just being an
0: obnoxious teenager. Like, that's all it was. Yeah. And uh, so, apparently, they had been prepped to have conversation and be normal at dinner. So, she immediately starts asking Rose about being a social worker. And she's like, so, what do you think about being a social worker? And she's like oh well it's you know i do this i help kids and she's like but only until they're 18 and then screw them you don't care anymore she's like i'm three months out and then i'm just lost into the wild and like going off on a tangent It's a very like stereotypical like scene with a, a uh, like, orphan that's about to go out of the system and have no home exactly it's so, like very typical um and then caleb who is the blind kid steps in to say um to ask about his dad and we learned that his dad did not show up to the custody hearing
1: so he, is, he is stuck like, in foster care
0: yeah so he's stuck in foster care and he had all these like grand like ideas for him and his dad and then he immediately shuts down and he's just like it's because i'm blind it's because i'm too much to handle and andy kim's like you are a lot to handle and he's like you know what i like it though he's like You are, like, the most special kid in the world, and you're so awesome. I was like, you're so sweet. Literally, that scene, and
1: the fact that he he didn't, like, say, no, there's no problems, you're great, you don't have problems. He was like, no, you are special, and you are different, and it does take a lot of work, but I wouldn't ever give up that work, because, like, I was like... (laughs) I know. I was like, am I going to cry in the first episode
0: of the season? Like, what is happening?
1: Over things that have nothing to do with the demons. But like nothing to do with demons or death or people we know even. Like Yeah. It's just no, like the just most random. Just time. like um crying because there are actually good fathers in the world. What? I know. I know. Which is so funny that we make comments like that when both of us have like really good. <laughs> I fans. know. Yeah. Yeah. My dad called me today
0: asking for grandchildren, so I sent him your way. Yeah. Um, so
1: hopefully he follows through. That'd be um, great. If, um, I will just send him Dan's way and tell him to have a conversation with him because I'd be fine. I love it. <sighs> um, so then we go back to Tomas, who is grocery shopping
0: and trying to remain like relatively unseen. Cause he's like, it's a small town. Everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. So when they see this random person they've never seen before, of course they're going to be like nosy. Yeah. So he goes to pay and the cashier's like, do you have ID? And he's like, I'm paying with cash. He's like, no ID. No phone suspicious and uh so he gives him his id which like just don't give him your id like there's no need for that so
1: but, um yeah, yeah i've never been somewhere that would required an id for a purchase unless that was purchase was not alcohol like, t- and not a credit card uh, yeah alcohol alcohol lo- alcohol tobacco lottery or a credit card yeah yeah
0: i think this guy was just being nosy
1: um or maybe montana's just that fucked up
0: probably he's like oh long way from home and it turns out we see this like super sneaky guy in the background calling Mm. someone on the phone and being a snitch and i was like you sir are the worst i get it i get it the wife has been kidnapped everyone's trying to save her but yeah you're you're all wrong you just don't know it Um, right right right. so we go back to Washington. And Rose is walking around the house on her own, which makes no sense. You are a guest. Um, And when she starts hearing distorted music and she goes around the corner and it's Caleb and he starts playing like normal music a few minutes later after she walks around. And then he looks like he's looking at her, even though we don't.
1: No, he did not play normal music. Well, Well, like like the same, yeah, but he played the same goddamn song from the first dream sequence.
0: Yes, but it wasn't, he was scratching it at first, and then he stopped and let
1: it play through. Yes, yes. Yes. But it wasn't just, like, a random song. Yeah, so it
0: was uh, the same song from the first dream sequence. And uh, then we go over to Andy, who's looking at pictures of him and who I imagine is his ex-wife because she has the same last name as him.
1: And, um, I oh see I didn't imagine she was an ex I imagined she was dead oh I think she's dead too I I, I
0: imagined she was dead I guess ex wife is not the right word for that then oh um, okay
1: yeah no yeah his yeah. former wife but like via widowhood not via death. divorce yeah yeah
0: yes that was also what I imagined um got it yeah he didn't seem then,
1: bitter he seemed sad
0: right right um and when he like, closes the laptop we have creepy sweet grace in her little her pillow hat. pillow her pillowcase face <laughs> looking at him and she says she's heard a noise and she he starts following her and we hear like whimpering and labored breathing and then we turn into a hall and walk into um a dark room where rose and truck are standing there and truck is just like whimpering and like not well
1: he's having a sleepwalking panic attack <laughs>
0: yeah and it's so sad and
1: And, it's also like this poor man has not only is he a foster dad he's a foster dad for the most misfit of the misfits
0: he is he is um he uh so he goes and like bear hugs him and like gets him to wake up and come out of it and he's like we have to like carry him back to his room whatever so he's like carrying him back and he's like we just this is just how it has to go and she's like does he do this a lot and he's like only whenever he's like stressed out. She's like, oh, like when someone's in your house and he's just like.
1: No. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't like blame <laughs> her, but he's like, yes, right now that is that is the yeah. anxiety that in his in Absolutely. his life right now. Yeah. Right.
0: So you know, we go back to Marcus and Tomas and Cindy is resting for the moment. And uh this is where Tomas is again talking about like I think I can do this, I need to get inside her head. And get the demon from the outside, and Marcus is like, absolutely not, because you're getting too close to letting the demon inside you, and you can't do that, or you'll never get him out of her. And Tomas just like doesn't care. He like is saying he's going to do it
1: anyways. And uh, to 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 Tomas's to credit, that is what had to happen for Pazuzu. Like if if it weren't for Angela being fighting from the inside. It would never have happened.
0: Yeah, and then that's what he brings up is like he's like, well, you said Angela couldn't be saved, and I saved her. So I don't. know. I'm like, okay, don't get all high and mighty, <laughs> right? And like, <laughs> you saved one person that Marcus couldn't, and you would have never gotten to that point had it not been for Marcus. Like, right? Like, you would have died. Everyone would have died. I don't know. So yeah, not gonna happen. but fine. So he's like acting out of it. So we go back to Washington, and uh, oh, this is where he's walking. Uh, Truck to his room, and we learn that Caleb is gone and the window is open. Not great. And we go to the the husband who has now found Tomas and Marcus, and Marcus goes to stall while Tomas keeps doing the exorcism. He's like, "Just do what you got to do." I'm gonna go like hold it down. And then we go to Andy, who is like said he's going to find Caleb. So then Verity and Shelby are going um to partner up to go find caleb and then truck is going to stay with rose um and then andy finds just like a ton of creepy crawlies in the wood and i was like that's never a good sign
1: no Um, no no no
0: so that's that's good and so then we go back to montana and the husband's pulled a gun on marcus at this point and marcus just keeps like talking him down and he's like here's the thing we have to do this I know it sucks. Like just let it go, man. And, uh, he's, uh, he's like, we already took her to the church. They already said no, which yeah, we've seen that third time now. Um, and he's like, yeah, we are the ones that can't say no. And I was like, that's so, you're the last hope But like, you'll never give up. That's so sweet. Yeah. husband Jordy doesn't care. So, and then we go back to Tomas, who's getting flashes of this inside world again. And then we have, like, a bit of a montage. So the friend punches Marcus, and then Marcus keeps going. So then the husband punches Marcus, and then Marcus just, like, starts a brawl. And he's like,
1: yeah. this is how we're going to distract you. I'm just going to start brawl. Right, because they're like, they're like, we. I feel bad punching a priest. And he goes, I'm not a priest. And punches yeah. him right back. Well, oops.
0: Yep. And then we see the subtle change in Tomas's eyes as he goes inside the dream state. And we go back to Washington, where Andy has found Caleb standing on the well outside, counting to ten. And as he hits ten, the well breaks and Andy catches him before he falls in. And it seems like Caleb was taken over by some other force to get him there, because he didn't really seem to know where he was. Right. So, that's good. Yeah, no so then other bad things that are happening we go back to tomas who is seeing blacks he's in he's in a church now again and he sees the black sludge where the holy water should be um and then he hears a door slam and it turns out it's the confessional now and after midnight starts playing again and he's talking to cindy in the confessional and trying to get her to like fight back and come out of this demon state and while this is happening outside another truck pulls up where marcus is and then they finally break in marcus sees that um tomas has been like taken over by the like dream state and like inside the dream thomas is being choked and Mm -hmm. the husband breaks and breaks the like connection and like carries her out um and she we see her face has a creepy smile on it Cue tubular bells.
1: Yes, which I'm um, be honest, I never knew it, the name of the song other than the Exorcist theme. That's so when the when the credits were like Tubular bells, I was like, "What?"
0: Yeah, I don't think we've ever like said the name of it. I guess. Yeah, probably should have. <laughs> I didn't. Um, because it's just the Exorcist song. Everyone knows. Yeah. Um, we go back to Washington. Andy carries Caleb in. Tells Grace to go to bed, and then the creepy dream handprints from the party are on the wall of Andy's house.
1: <laughs> so that's good. That's a good ending. Um, it was a good ending. It, like I said, great beginning, good ending. I don't hate the characters, but there was a lot in the middle that was just too much for me today. It was a lot. It was a lot. They're introducing a lot up front because they're changing Mm -hmm. the entire story.
0: Right. Um, Which I feel like the first season we did that too, I feel like we introduced a lot of people in that, and like a lot of like
1: And I do, I do remember neither of us was, I remember being very uninvested after the first episode. Like I wasn't really sure if I even cared about finishing the show. And then even the second episode, it wasn't until episode three that I was like, oh, I need to finish this series. (laughs) So I'm not surprised that I'm not super invested yet because I just feel overwhelmed, but visually it was great. And I, Interested in what they're doing. I think the things that they did do to hook you were good, um but again, I I'm not surprised that I'm not in it yet.
0: Yeah, I was very interested in the visual effects and the music choices. I thought that was really excellent, and so yeah. And like with a new cast and some of them being people I know, I'm very excited to like yeah see where they go. Um,
1: and that's really the well, only bit of
0: trivia well, they had. Oh, go ahead.
1: Well, as I say, because Verity is Megasonic Teenage Warhead. I'm sorry? Is what? Um, Verity plays Megasonic Teenage Warhead in the um, uh, Deadpool movies. Oh, I didn't even realize that.
0: That's why she looks familiar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that, but... uh. Yeah, and like that's the one piece of trivia is that if you pay attention to the credits, the Rance family names are no longer in the credits, and our new characters' names yeah. are. Yeah, which like um, which I, don't
1: I, I don't know why I don't know why this is not in the trivia, but the episode was dedicated to William Peter Beatty.
0: Yeah, I was going to mention that it wasn't in the trivia, um, but it was in the like yeah credits or whatever um because it was when
1: he passed away. He passed away in January of 2017. Very
0: sad. Um. And so since that's all of the trivia, I'm going to give you my own trivia for this episode Great. that I found. Um, I don't know if I should brought makeup all over my face. Um, so the episode is called Janice, as I said. So I was going to tell you a little bit about him. He is the god of doors, gates, and transitions. Okay. He represented the middle ground between concrete and abstract, such as life and death, beginning and end, Youth adulthood, rural urban, war and peace, and barbarism and civilization. Okay. And so, what a way to, like, open the story with, like, already knowing we're going to be between concrete and abstract the entire time.
1: Well, and also, um, the month of January is named after him. Yes, yes.
0: But that didn't really have a connection in our, in our story. (laughs)
1: So <laughs> well, ex- except for that William Paul or William Peter Beatty died oh, in yes. January Yes. Which yes. is not really connected to the story. It's just a connection I made.
0: Right. Um so that's all the trivia I have. So who do you want to punch in the face?
1: Because once again, he is just being a pig headed and stupid and like granted he probably is gonna end up being right, but like He's so fucking cocky and full of himself and sure of himself in a way that he really doesn't have any right to be yet. Um, And he got the his inability to do things the way Marcus wanted him to do. It did get Cindy stolen back. So, yeah,
0: yeah, he's got to follow the rules. Um, So I agree you're not wrong, but I picked the snitch at the drugstore. Because oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. he was being super shady too. Like even if he was doing it for the right reasons, he was like, super shady about it. He like was being mean. Like yeah. he was not seeing me like a good person. So I don't trust him. Yeah. Um, so who's your MVP? Andy Kim. I thought it might be, thought it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so because you chose him, I'm going to go with Marcus. Of course. Because yeah. um, he just, like, holds it together really well for someone who should not hold things together very well. Yeah. So, do you have any predictions for next week or for I this, surely, like, season?
1: I surely do not, because as of right now, I still don't understand what happened. So, I'm not really in a place to make predictions yet. Yeah. Um, except yeah. for that, obviously... The two stories are going to connect at some point. That is sure.
0: Well, I imagine one of the kids will become possessed.
1: For sure, I imagine for it sure. Caleb, but I think it. I think art Caleb already is possessed. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, so I, I agree. One of them. Uh, I agree, Caleb. I think Caleb is already possessed. I think there's definitely i think there's definitely a possibility for more than one of them i think something's up with truck too um yeah but um yeah
0: but also like they all just have their own like mental issues so is it like is it a mental health issue or is it like a possession issue
1: <laughs> Which right. one's is
0: like we're gonna find out because not not a one of them seems to have a healthy mental state i mean shelby's probably the
1: closest. But, I'm but sure you know, there's done. some, you know, there's some trauma in there that he's hiding. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he's too, he's too well put together compared to the other four to not have hidden trauma. Yeah. So do you think
0: like Cindy's going to be a focus or do you think like we're going to lose her for a few episodes and then maybe find her and like exercise her? Like,
1: yeah, I don't think she matters. Matter. I, don't know, I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know that she matters at all, really, um, except for, either, for being but, like,
0: late. She has to be exercised at some point, but now, like, her husband took her back. So,
1: yeah, I figured I we'd exercise her
0: by the end of this episode, and then we'd move into her story. Like, that's, that's what I thought was going to happen, and then it didn't. So Unless
1: she, unless following her is what gets them to the other people, because she goes there. But, because there's children there. Could yeah. be.
0: Um, could I don't be. Know. Yeah. All right, well, that's all I have. So, um, yeah. it is... Um, the 31 Days of Horror Challenge Spooky Season, October. So, please follow all of our social media so you can keep up with what movies we're watching and what we're talking about and whatnot. It's gonna, you can email us, deathandaliens at gmail.com. You can find us on all of the social media at Death and Aliens. You can find me at cecloud13.
1: And you can follow me everywhere at emkay underscore superstar. And we will see you for Sci-Fi Sunday. Bye.